when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. I think that's what's causing the audio issues. It's when you're not kicking the table. I believe that. There was audio because... issues one time. Yeah, on the best episode. And it's your fault. No. Actually, it's Best of Buy's fault. It's your fault, Is actually, it? for not kicking the table. Oh, no. Now this episode is perfect. <laughs> oh, your, your microphone's unplugged. Is it? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, I'm worried. I can say Thus. whatever I want because you can't see the audio levels, but I can. True. This so is you cannot a... verify whether I'm telling the truth or not. Fair enough. Oh, my microphone's been muted the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> now this is going to be a common interjection throughout these episodes. Oh, you accidentally bumped the mute button there. <laughs> the gain on through. your mic is too high. Let's fix that. Yeah, are you not constantly adjusting the gain on your microphone? Like, which, which I still don't know what that means. And you don't need to. What's you just need to leave the it. Vol- yeah, but what's the volume button do on the front? This is the episode where we figure out how recording works, ladies and gents. The volume button on the front. Correct. Is for if you have headphones plugged into the headphone jack, it adjusts how much you're hearing. Oh, when are we getting headphones for the pod? There's headphones right there if you want to use them. Yeah, there are. There's literally nothing stopping you. I have other headphones in the other room, too. Wow, what a good audio manager. It's six months in, over half a year in, and now we're introducing headphones. Well, I don't know if We're you... off to a good start. This is a little bit of a, of a secret. I'm giving away some secrets here. Oh, no. But uh, I did, for the first probably 15 episodes, wear earbuds while we were recording. I forgot about that. Earpods, as they're called. And it did help, but I feel like I don't need them. I heard they're called that now. They're not. <laughs> People... No, the new generation's calling them earpods. No, they aren't. Oh. Go on. They... The, if the, I just, if, the, I think you were the person that gave me that misinformation. They're calling them iBuds. You're telling me lies, and then I'll bring them up to a wider audience, and then you're <laughs> immediately telling me I'm wrong? There's got to be some weird psychological term. Well, here's the thing. I, I seed these lies into your brain. Yeah. Because I, every time I, I make a cool joke or something like that off podcast, Yeah. we're... we're 15 minutes into an episode, we're riffing, and then out of nowhere, you repeat this joke that I said to you off podcast that I still think is funny, so I'm still going to laugh at it. But in my mind, you very clearly stole this from me, and now you're taking credit for it because... It's the high on potanus thing. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a psychological problem you need to confront with yourself. Because you say... And I don't don't think it's an actual existing problem. But you say the thing, and I, I can't be like... Oh, actually, remember when I said that ten minutes ago? You can bring it up to the, the audience. But it's just... If there's beef, we dish it out on the pod. Just, you know this. this it just a, ruins This is a global rule. No, so instead of dishing it out on the pod... You just I play psychological games oh, this with has you. Got, this has got to be the start of a healthy friendship. Where I plant seeds, and I'm like, oh, this is information he's going to regurgitate... Just on the podcast, yeah. because he doesn't even probably comprehend what Fair I'm enough. saying. Yeah. This guy is so stupid. This does sound like me. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> He's just going to say it exactly as I say yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm going on to... egg. So I'm going to tell him that these things, the newest generation is calling them ear pods. Yeah. 
just knowing him, he'll probably right onto the podcast. He'll say, oh, did you know actually these things are called, I heard that the newest generation actually, I think that I heard that they're called ear pods. I, you're just, cre- you're planting seeds to where I'm creating, or I'm uh, doing the cardinal sin of doing the, you know, dinosaurs had feathers thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is a way back. Here we go back. You want to you want to know an, another example of a dinosaurs have feathers thing? Yeah, me saying people call them ear pods and they don't. No, but I got another example for you. Oh, did you write it down? I did write it down in your scroll. I wrote it your down wall scroll months ago. Okay, waiting for you to bring this back Fun. up. Fun. That shows how well this bit has lasted. We are outgrowing our old poor habits. Thus, you have an example from months ago that you want to reintroduce. Did you know that a penny costs two cents to make? Don't shut up. (laughs) There was, however many years ago, my dad got cut off by somebody driving and he whipped a bunch of pennies out of his truck at him. (laughs) So what was that? He said, we don't need pennies anyway. I said, what? He said they cost more to make than they're worth. Is that stupid? Oh, really? Yeah. So I've heard. I didn't know this. And now. (laughs) This is a cool factoid. I've learned twice. They say you learn something new every day, but what have you learned twice today? (laughs) That's the question that matters. Twice today? (laughs) (laughs) Because the problem isn't, oh, I'm telling you a fact, and you're like, oh, I've heard that before. Yeah. The problem is stating something as if it's the most amazing thing you've ever heard. Guess what I just found out? Everybody knows this. (laughs) It's like when little kids tell you things. It's like, that's kind of cool that it's you, and you're learning that then, but then when that... When it's cool when little kids do it, because you're like, yeah, kids don't know that, and now he does. But like when an adult does that, of when an adult gives you a little kid level discovery in their thirty, you're like, oh, that hurts. That's not fun. A four year old walks up to you and they're like, uh, did you know that when dinosaurs uh, died after millions of years, their bones actually <laughs> methodically turn into petroleum that we use to fuel our gas machines today? And you're like, what he's school are you going He's to? sweating and he's nervously <laughs> reading off a, like a scrawled piece of ripped off notebook paper. <laughs> like, are you, did somebody, are you like being threatened right now to tell me this? Are you okay? Are you being blackmailed? How did you just perfectly read the word petroleum? Yeah, that kid tells you that then. 30 years later, that same kid, as an adult, says that same thing to you. (laughs) He finds you, he tracks you down 30 years, and that's all he says. Exactly, that kid comes back to you, and it's it's kind of, it's pretty impressive if a four-year-old tells you that. Yeah. You're like, wow, really? I I didn't know know that. I barely know how to say petroleum. (laughs) But but then a 30-year-old comes up to you. He goes, hey, uh, you know what I actually learned today? You're going to get a kick out of this, right? So when dinosaurs die, <laughs> over millions of years, their bones actually turn into pe- petri- gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? That would have been really impressive uh, if you hadn't stuttered through it. <laughs> the, the thing about this is I know we have concocted this character. That we both think exists, and I think it does, but there is a very lofted worry in my head of maybe this type of person doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Maybe we've created this person that we're just putting our hate into, but I I think it, based on how internet forums go, I'm pretty sure this person exists. If well, you go on a quick r slash today I learned, 
I don't. And they're like dinosaurs so, had feathers. Like, oh, everybody does suck. Nobody learned public schools aren't working. The thing this is, is fun. I'm pretty sure that it's not. This isn't a personality type. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna tell yeah, it's people a, podcast. a bunch of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out and tell a bunch of people of these, like, really cool facts that I've learned. Yeah. I have a hundred different facts that I know, and I they're all a, the same things. Are you sure this isn't a medium-functioning autistic person? I don't think it's a it's a personality type. Okay. I think it's everyone at one point is... Goes through a phase where they learn it just, stupid shit. It just happens where you're like, yeah, I learned this cool thing. And it's something you legitimately didn't know for whatever reason. Yeah. But then everyone else on the planet already knew this. So you're, in your mind, you're like, I just want to share this cool fact that I learned. Right. Pennies must cost more money <laughs> to make than they're worth. That is it. Is It's just people experience this level of observation in varying times of their life. Yeah, exactly. So you are getting that influx of this information constantly. So it's not It's not a personality. It's a everything. Everyone goes through it at one point or another. Yeah. So And then you're just running into various, you know. But that people are different ages, as I've learned. Really? I did that not nervous, know that. That nervously sweating child with a scroll piece of information about dinosaur bones and petroleum. I do not think this is true because the world did not exist before 1998, contrary to popular belief. I'm pretty sure we... Mm, what about people born before then? Liars? Liars. They were, that's when they were born. Oh. So every... They were just born older. They No, they were born to look older. Oh, but they are the same age. They're the same us. age as us. Yeah. Oh, well, as me. As that. You are younger. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's weird. I was born, and then uh, you were born, and that 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 it happened. So like, new life does so, exist. What What was the world before 1998? Didn't exist. What existed before? Nothing. That? What astral seal projected it into existence? Okay, it yeah. was just a thought, and then. Yeah, he's he was like sealing around. Yeah, in, in space time. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of s- swerving back and forth. Going through the Doing dimensions, just yeah. enjoying Moving it. Moving as seals do. <laughs> He's just kind of snaking through space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was he was <laughs> doing cool <laughs> seal stuff. He had he had an astral ball on his nose. <laughs> yeah. And he was just playing with it, and then he's like, ooh, ball. Earth? <laughs> That is how it works. That's what he calls balls. Yeah. It, it, it weighed a hundred it weighed one thousand nine hundred and ninety eight seals worth of weight. Exactly. And that, that thus created the year. And then he dropped it what on a- accident and it kinda landed in space as one does because that's all that exists, right? What about World War Two? Fake. Uh didn't happen. World War One. Fake. All of it's just all of these it's are memories. That these are we're stories just implanted. Yeah, that we're just believing. Exactly. The what about people... has ultimate power? Uh, uh, Can you dispute this? I don't think so. This is the stupid atheist. Actually, the the flying spaghetti monster thing. No. Of like, yeah, I can't dispute it, but it's retarded. No. So I'm not gonna believe. No, it. No, no, no. No. Yes, yes, yes. This is no, no, yes, no. yes, yes. Ah, ah, ah. How come it's okay to say no, 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 but saying yes, 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 you sound like an invalid. Because you are. <laughs> Rude. But okay. <laughs> Whatever. Because if you say... I'll play along. If you say, no, 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 then you're like correcting somebody. You've made a mistake and I'm correcting you. What if, if you, you say, yes, if, yes, yes, that's you saying, uh, no, I am stuck in my opinion. No, 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 no. Oh, no. 
I almost did it. English is hard. English is fully so what erect. Was the, what was what was the first thing? I just the ninety the seal. Uh, What's wrong? Oh, everything. You don't want to talk about my religion. It's your religion. You have a word. How do you meet? Where's your friendship meeting house thing? Where's your Quaker home, you dirty Quaker? Uh, the religion of astral sealism. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> That's the shittiest name. What would you call it? Um, astrology. No, that's already, it's already a memory that's been implanted. We can't use that. No? Mm-mm. What was, ugh, whatever. Okay, go. What do you guys do? What do you worship? I guess, I guess I get, I think I can guess what you worship. Astral, the astral seal. But what, what is a, a, a weekly meeting? So part of astral sealism is it's, it's a very solo religion. Okay, so it's just you. You've just made it up. You've L. Ron Hubbard, this bullshit seal religion no. into existence. No. No, 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 it sounds <laughs> like it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we're just going to do this way more than either of us have ever because we've talked about it. This is going to be fun. So other people believe in astral sealism and you can talk about it with other people and that's perfectly fine. But like, I wouldn't say it's perfectly fine, but go on. In, <laughs> whatever. In religious, I feel like I'm being persecuted. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you, you should feel that way because you are. So it just in practice, in religious practice, yeah. it's, it's a very solo experience. Okay. Kind of like Buddhism, not not Buddhism as a whole, because I know that's not super solo. You can get together with like other monks and stuff like that. It's not super soul? Super solo. Okay. It is super soul. That's the purpose of it, right? Fair enough. <laughs> but the whole like meditation aspect is a very solo aspect of yeah. Buddhism. It's like the whole pray in private thing. You yeah. don't do it in a group settings exactly yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. very it's just very so the uh, seal takes after that yeah, it's, it's very intimate Eastern. it's an intimate religion with the seal okay everybody has their own i believe you can get as close to god on a golf course as you can in church it's kind of that yeah exactly okay. except so you just golf. i think you can get everybody closer golfs. to god uh, at home than you can in the church okay what about a golf course what if you live on a golf course see the thing is if you're on the golf course alone yeah perfectly fine oh, but golf a lot of the time i'm on a golf course of golf course you're on a golf course yeah but Can you put that on my tombstone of golf when course I... you're on a golf course <laughs> yeah when i get buried on a public golf course <laughs> <laughs> so now you immediately lose if you're golfing and you hit my tombstone hey i'd like to pay for uh just the back nine uh, yeah of holes here why is that well i want to visit my friend he's hole 13 <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but they replaced the flag with his tombstone. Yeah, it's like how how uh, basketball hoops have a backboard. Mm-hmm. Hole thirteen has a giant, <laughs> like giant twenty hole. foot stone that you just everybody banks the golf ball and then, off. Yeah, of. And then the slab is way up high. Yeah, just so it doesn't get in the way of the golfing. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's 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 uh California redwooded. Around the hole, so you can still make putts, and then but it's it's kind of carved out, and then there's like little baskets and stuff on the pole, for full the- of eggs. <laughs> Easter tradition. God, you're good. <laughs> yes, that's what they're for. I was gonna say it's for when people like leave flowers or something on a grave. Or a Triscuit but- tasket. Yes, every year on Easter we do fill the basket with, with- eggs. What about triscuits or taskets? What is a tasket? <laughs> I have no clue. 
proven it is a nursery rhyme. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't think a tasket is a, a tangible is a cookie. <laughs> Wait for a cracker. What have you? I'm pretty sure the rhyme oh, is, it... is a tisket, no, a tasket, no. <laughs> black and yellow basket. No, 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 no. First of all, we're not bringing race into this. Second of all, it's based on the cracker. <laughs> a trisket. <laughs> yeah. And a tasket. So, yes, on the golf course, a whole 13 every year, because we know you're superstitious, so 13 is what you would have wanted. my lucky number. We fill it every year on Easter. We put eggs and triscuits and taskets in nice. there. Bunnies like triscuits. Bunnies hate taskets. Yes, they do. It is a mixed bag. <laughs> oh, it's a mixed basket of gifts. It's a mixed gifts. basket of gifts. Yeah. Go on. That's all I had That's to say. That's the ritual? What do you mean? That's if you the... die before me, you're not getting this based on your level of involvement. In well, this well, well, I put eggs in your basket every year. Yeah, not even, not even good eggs. What are you talking about? I get the best ostrich egg. <laughs> okay, maybe I could do better. <laughs> I, I do put egg in your basket because they're so big. There's no way you can fit two ostrich eggs in a basket. I, I was going to say I get the best eggs that I can find that are not labeled cage-free. I want those chickens to suffer. Okay. You apartment some chickens. They don't... Have you ever noticed that uh, for some reason when you're buying eggs in a store, they don't advertise if an egg is caged? (laughs) If it's a caged chicken? Tortured chicken eggs only. (laughs) Terrible conditions. I know you love tortured chicken souls, so that's what I put in your basket. It adds flavor. (laughs) You can taste the stress. (laughs) The stress. These eggs are pure cortisol. (laughs) I'm loving it. The stress tastes like sugar. (laughs) It just makes it taste better. Oh God! But yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get a bunch of. uh, Well, really, it's not gonna be a golf course because I'm gonna just have you take. Of course, it's a golf course. Dirty bribe money and fill it with ostriches. Whoa! Yeah. So I have wait, to wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Where do ostriches lay eggs? In their nest. What is an ostrich nest? It has to be on the ground. It's not going to be in a tree. Does it have to be on the ground? I think so. No, it's not. It's in the. You think an ostrich can? It's a flightless bird. It's in the pool. Where else would it put its nest? It's in the pool. It's in a. It's in a body of water. No. You think pool that's a specifically swimming a pool. pools? Chlorinated you think that's water. a sufficient environment to grow an ostrich. Yes. To nest an egg. Yes, is a chlorinated pool. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's. A, it's a, what about emus? What about emus? We're talking Same about. Thing? We're talking about the the ostrich out in the outback. Wait, how? Uh, how? Why? Why are there two different birds? There's a lot more than two different I'm birds. I'm saying with ostriches and emus. They're so damn similar. Where did that separation occur? The separation is geographical. Is it? And then over time, they've evolved into different things. But they're like barely different. But they are different. And that's uh, why they're a different species. Can that's you get wh- an ostrich egg anywhere for like food? You, I mean, Or for I'm, like egging? Yeah, I'm pretty sure people have eaten them. Right? Yeah. No, I know for a fact people have eaten them. But like where the... F- do you have to order one? Go to the zoo. Really, we should move the pod to Australia. Australia? Two gleeps. A gleep is actually a singular ostrich egg. That's not a knife. Oh, fuck. That's an egg. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was going to take a really tiresome turn. Something I've heard a million times. That's way funnier. He's so confused. (laughs) You're 
like, look at this knife. <laughs> He's going to stab somebody and he eggs him in the shirt. <laughs> oh, that's not knife. That's an egg. It's not someone else. Who's like, look at this knife, and he's holding an egg. He himself thinks he's holding a knife, and he goes to stab it. The egg cracks on his tree. goes, oh, that's not a knife. That's an egg. That's an egg. Have I told you that Steve Irwin would have survived if he left the thing in? The, 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 the stingray barb? <laughs> no. He's still alive, I've heard. He's still in him. The he's sting, just hiding. The stingwing barb. The stingwing the Stingwing sounds like a stupid Star Wars fighter pilot thing. It sounds like the fighter pilot, the sound that it makes. Stingwing! Yeah. <laughs> Stingwing <That> is- barb! <laughs> That's what, when it shoots, it says barb, 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 barb. <laughs> but the, the Sting, the ray, the, the, the manta ray, is that an actual thing? Oh, when we're just ignoring all the womanta rays. Okay, I'm gonna womanta puke. <laughs> Manta rays, how do they, what do they eat? Aren't they just soft? They have no, they, sting, okay, so stingrays are the the mean ones that killed Steve Irwin. Yeah. As he, immediately after being stabbed, must have ripped it out. Because, uh. Thus killing him. Right, because, um, um, uh, stingray likes to sting. Yeah, and manta rays, they're just, they kind of, they're like pancakes with a tail. Yeah. How do they survive, they survived this long? How is, through every... Mass evolution event, the manta ray made it. Manta rays... What does it eat? Manta rays drink fanta rays. Ooh. <laughs> Do you think... Oh, no. That is why they called it fanta. Yeah. There's some dumb idiot intern that didn't want a character that looked like his cock. But wanted... <laughs> it's like, oh, we could rhyme it with this this stupid fish. <laughs> oh, good idea, Steve. You dumbass. <laughs> And they still went with it. They ridiculed him, but they went with it anyway. Oh, wow, yeah, that's the smartest thing I've ever heard, Steve. Let's just rhyme our drink with a fish. Everyone loves fishy-tasting drinks. It's barely a fish. (laughs) Manta rays seem like an animal that should be in a different category of animal. Where it's not a fish. What else would it be if not a fish? Uh, uh, frisbee. (laughs) You think that's a category of animal? Um... You th- no, hang on. Yeah. You think a frisbee is a category of that's animal, and I'm the stupid one for believing in an astral seal. That's what, that's what the P in the kingdom phylum thing, that's what it stands for. It's, what about the chordata? Oh, <laughs> there's so much. Oh, public schools. Gross. Public schools of manta ray. Do you think manta ray? I can't, I'm not going to be able to. This is going to be the rest of the episode, because I've... I've up until now, I have almost fully forgotten that these things have existed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be and they d- they just don't. They seem like easy prey. To be fair, I will. Uh, not Ooh. A- no, give me a second. Uh. I will not say that a manta ray, <laughs> the animal that it sounds most like, is a frisbee. I'm not gonna say that. Okay. But I will it's say, if you were to throw, and that's I found it. I found the analogy. Sorry okay. to cut you off, but I found the perfect analogy. It's like when you. People are making pizza, and they do that thing where they throw dough up in the air. That's a manta ray. Whatever class of animal that frisbeeing slice of dough is, or the disc of pizza dough, is very manta ray-like. That's how manta rays move. And the thing I was going to bring up earlier is maybe manta rays are also able to sting people. You think so? Maybe. No, then they would be called a stingray. That's the thing, is what separates us. What's going on? Who named one? I, I think, think manta rays have to have some form of defense, and I think it's in their tail. 
It's got to be. I think either that or they pizza dough out of the water and fly away, <laughs> which would be amazing. They're, they're seabirds. Yeah. <laughs> they're like the flying fish that can go a little high and then they plop down. They, they're not good at flying. They're, they're seabirds. Good, good at jumping really high and gliding yeah, long distances. Exactly. Too bad they're not from the mountains. <laughs> they're not you mountain see, birds. Yeah, but you see those people in those dumb wingsuit videos <laughs> and then it's a wider shot of that and they're surrounded by manta rays <laughs> where do you think like, they got the, f- the design <laughs> for like, wings how the fuck <laughs> somebody's just holding a thing of pizza dough as he's gliding down from a mountain <laughs> just parachuting down with a pizza which dough. funny enough would be immediately eaten by a manta ray thus killing him is that what they eat is pizza, pizza dough, dough? <laughs> that's why it's they their look god. like god yeah <laughs> they eat their god yeah <laughs> What a weird it's religion. It's a weird thing, but manta rays are okay with it. I was gonna say manta ray sounds like the name of a city. Welcome to sunny manta ray. Oh, it does. <laughs> like in South Africa, like a touristy <laughs> town in South Africa. Yeah, where the radio host is super excited to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to sunny manta ray. It is 103 degrees. The humidity is 97%. We're basically underwater, people. Hopefully the pizza dough fish can block out the sun. <laughs> Good thing we have manta rays, which are basically large clouds. Which are, which is totally the namesake of the city. <laughs> we're yeah. Called, we're called just m- listen off basic facts every day. There's people that have grown up there, and they fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Welcome to Sunny Manta Ray. Did you know that hot dogs are actually made from all the leftovers of pigs? Whoa. <laughs> These aren't all beef franks. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Who's this? This is the last surviving disc jockey. Who's just in complete mid-90s mode of speech. <laughs> Did you hear what happened? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know. <laughs> He's completely cut off from the outside world. He is the last member of this city. Has anyone heard what happened recently? God, I'd like for my other my other coworker to come and clock in because I've been doing this job for my entire life. <laughs> I've been here for 726 hours nonstop. You may be asking, what sunglasses are you wearing? I would respond, how'd you know I'm wearing sunglasses? But they're Manta Ray-Bans. Ha 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 ha. He hates everything. Yeah. There's, he never plays music. It is a talk show. He doesn't take a break yeah. ever. Boy, am I getting hungry. Oh, we've got another caller on the line. Oh, it's no, him. No, we don't, because no one listens. Never mind, this city is a desolate hellhole of a wasteland. Here at Manta Ray Resort, which is closed down since 2007. I want to sleep down in Africa. <laughs> the studio has been infested by manta rays. Like they're seafaring It's the creatures. best thing that's happened to me in the last week. The, the, the hallways are just mildly flooded. So there's manta rays just flopping in the hallways. What the fuck? I finally have something to eat, but I'm not a fan of raw pizza dough. <laughs> The manta rays keep bringing me pizza dough. That's literally what. What they, does this mean? It's literally what they are. Is if if uh, pizza dough gets tossed too high, it just turns into a manta ray and flies yeah. away. Yeah, it turns into a ball of light, and then it turns into a manta ray, and they flop away. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Look at that flock of seabirds. Wow, that is a seafaring creature. <laughs> 
Here I am, year 15, still locked in the studio. Seafair? Am I alive? I do not know. Seafair or airfare? I wish I could get airfare. I'd see it's only fair. I... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Powered by the love of manta ray and manta rays. The city and the seabird. This is... They're not a seabird. <laughs> we just figured out what class of animal they are. This radio station is brought to you by Delta Airlines. It's actually not, but I'd really like a free ride to America. Yeah. Or I anywhere just, else. I am the last living person in South Africa. <laughs> here in sunny Manta Ray. He's still plugging the city. <laughs> Luckily, I'm here in, in tropical Manta Ray, where everything's happy all the time, and the sun never sets. I say it's sunny Manta Ray, but realistically, it's never anything else. I am sweating constantly. Here in sunny, tropical Manta Ray. It's 107 degrees in the studio. <laughs> There's nobody else that lives in this country, and I don't know how to fix the air conditioner. I can't even tell if the microphone is still working. Please help. <laughs> if you can, Facebook live stream. If you can hear this, please send help. 5, 8, 17, 27. It's a number station. <laughs> Brought to you by the last member of the KGB. <laughs> Surviving here in sunny Manta Ray. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is a Facebook live stream that's been going on since 2007. <laughs> Pre-Facebook live stream. He's figured it out. Before that, he was streaming he it on. He has on sometimes. He knows how to do live streams on Facebook before they even exist. But yeah. he can't leave South Africa. Yeah. His, only, his co-host is a Manta Ray puppet. <laughs> a hand puppet. <laughs> It's a really weird mixture of he very desperately wants to leave, but at the same time, he's so excited to be here. Yeah. Like, legitimately, he loves it. God, I'd like to see my wife and kids, but I'm stuck here in sunny Manta Ray. My contract I signed, which I didn't read first, actually lasts for 27 years. As I am locked, sweating in the studio, wondering how my son has grown up. <laughs> I can't contact Hopefully he's him. as cool as these manta rays that have infested the hallway. I that can't is contact anywhere on the outside world, but I would like for one day for my family to maybe call into the radio station to check in. I basically volunteered to be in the witness protection program to be on this cool Facebook live stream. <laughs> Brought to you by Sunny Manta Ray. Like, what the fuck? The American CIA sent me here <laughs> to scout out South I'm Africa. Now, I am now an agent of the deep state for the U.S. government. <laughs> locked in this studio. I don't Jesus. know what I'm accomplishing here. Some of the news doesn't ever report on them. That's how you know it's really important. It's because the news will not touch this story <laughs> anywhere in the world. So he's the last person in South Africa. Anytime a news station kind of brings it up, it immediately gets cut off. South and Africa is turned into a British colony to where that way he doesn't have an opportunity to be like elected a political official <laughs> as he's like the only resident. Like surely this guy would just be able to be the president and leave. Nope. The queen is in control. I am stuck here in sunny Manta Ray. Like, God damn it. This guy, he just repeats that. <laughs> he's like, Poor fucker. He's like those people that uh, didn't know that World War II was over. Yeah. But he's he didn't know that uh, the Cold War ended. So for the last 60 years, he's, he's been doing this. He thinks he's still in apartheid South Africa. So it's Rhodesia. <laughs> he's helping you the cause. The, yeah. The capital of Rhodesia and sunny Manta Ray. And they're like, it's not. 
Everyone has left. It doesn't even go. It's over. It doesn't even go through his mind at all that like the whole purpose, like the whole thing with the Cold War was everyone was afraid of like a nuclear holocaust, right? Yeah. But it's been 80 years and everyone's still fine and he doesn't realize, oh, it's over probably. Thank God Gorbachev gave me all this corn. (laughs) Otherwise I'd be manta dead. (laughs) I know that joke doesn't work, but oh well. Any joke lands here in sunny Manta Ray. <laughs> like, that's how he saves every bit. This guy's pretty good. <laughs> Anytime he starts about, to flop at all. There's about three months of the year where the, the Manta Rays will leave the hallways and fly off. And then they'll come back. <laughs> I don't know where they go, but it sure as hell a lot lonelier here without them. <laughs> they Luckily, are my I've got best my, friends. My hand puppet co-worker, Brad. <laughs> Brad to Ray. Brad, Brad the Ray. <laughs> Sometimes I think my government doesn't care about me. Here in sunny, sunny Manta, Manta Ray. Ray. <laughs> What's that, Brad? <laughs> Boy, is he coherent. <laughs> <laughs> he just imagines how Manta Rays would talk. <laughs> what does a pizza dough sound like? <laughs> there it is thanks brad you really are my only true friend jesus christ it's the middle of august here in sunny manta ray which is winter down here in south africa and so it's, it's a brisk 85 <laughs> it's still 102 i haven't seen the outside in days <laughs> days 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 you may ask how is the studio not filled with human excrement well my re- my waste systems have just shut down 10 years ago i no longer need them in sunny manta ray you may wonder how my entire studio isn't filled with human excrement and to that i say how do you know it's not in sunny manta ray stinky manta ray (laughs) the sun doesn't help (laughs) it's making it much worse the manta rays have left me forever i think Oh, never mind. They're back. Brad's back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Brad. (laughs) Thanks for the the input, Brad. Brad doesn't mind the smell. (laughs) I made him without a nose. (laughs) (laughs) Mentorees do not need noses where they're going. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Where do you Where think do they're they go? going? <laughs> what? How do they breathe? Oh, yeah, they're seabirds. <laughs> they're seabirds. They don't have to breathe. No, they swim to their destination. <laughs> Fucking sunny manta ray. What are we talking about? <laughs> this is brought to you by manta ray bands. <laughs> brought to you by manta ray bands. The best glasses to block out the sun, especially when you're in sunny manta ray. <laughs> And just for the purpose of the sponsor, we actually started a Sunny Manta Ray band. <laughs> Take it away, Brad. <laughs> Listen to that angelic voice. And now me on drums. <laughs> He's smacking himself. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away, Brad. <laughs> well, Brad, I'm already tearing up. Middle of the song, Brad's kind of mad. And Brad on pianos. We don't have a piano. So he's going to make it up. 
And now Brad with the solo. <laughs> Brad's a regular one man to Ray Band. <laughs> this guy spends days coming up with puns. This is, this is the perfect, I think this is the perfect uh, imagination of what I, in my mind, have idealized my waking nightmare to be to you. Is that you will get so deep into Lawrence of Arabia, this will happen. You will turn into this guy. But the problem is I need to lock you into a recording studio <laughs> with just the movie and a manta ray hand puppet. <laughs> the Lawrence of Arabia hand puppet? Yeah, Peter O'Toole. <laughs> Take it away, Peter. <laughs> For anyone listening to this that doesn't know, I have a solo project called My Waking Nightmare. Where I just watched Lawrence of Arabia a and, thousand and one times. And the best part of the movie is the last scene. The, so. the best part of the movie is the outro credits. Yeah. <laughs> when you know it's over. Because then it's done. Yeah. And I can immediately start it again. And I never know if Peter O'Toole is the guy that plays Lawrence. But upon yeah. saying this, is it? Yeah, it is. Okay, so it's the actor. Yeah, Peter O'Toole is the actor. So they actor. didn't get the real guy. No, he was actually dead before they filmed the movie. Is that in the movie? He does die in the movie, yes. We are learning. This Spoiler is a one alert. episode. It's crossover episode. <laughs> Waking nightmare crossover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does die in the movie. Uh, it is a spoiler alert, but that happens within the first three minutes. Well, is okay. it a realistic I can't death scene? say that the first three minutes it happens in because the first four minutes and 20 seconds are all black screen. Yeah, it's all good movie. You have to But within up. the first 10 minutes of the movie he does die and no, it is not a realistic death scene. Is that a subjective comment? Uh, it is. It's pretty accurate. It's not an opinion because uh, it just for the fact that the movie came out 60 years ago. Could it's you just, give us a date? 1962. <laughs> oh, that's haunting that you knew that. Exactly 60 years ago. Sure. Is this accurate with the date we're recording this? In guess, sunny Manta Ray. Oh, no. I, I guess date a month. I don't know. Okay. But. That's, that doesn't sound like <laughs> it. Was, I think it was released I don't in November. I don't think you've concocted enough mental illness from this yet. <laughs> I just start listening to it in Spanish. You think I haven't concocted enough mental illness and then I'm sitting here just talking about sunny Manta Ray. They say that Italian, or whatever, is the language of romance, where Spanish is the language of mental illness. Latin is the language of Rome. Wrong. <laughs> no, not Rome wrong. Rome has fallen. <laughs> it is now German. They all spoke Latin. I don't know that. <laughs> Nobody know. knows that. Did you know? Find me a Roman. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. They, they have fallen. Proof. Ever since... Uh, 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 Saddam Hussein. C Cicero. Oh. <laughs> what, what's the jester? <laughs> Ever since the, that guy played his fiddle. This is... This is barely a thought. Like, he was playing his fiddle on the, the burning of Rome. On the roof? On the roof. Fiddler on the roof. Yes, that's the That's name his name. The, that's the name of the guy. Is, uh, his Fiddler on the fiddler, Roof. Fiddler, and he was on the roof. Okay. Yeah, so his, and he was playing a fiddle. On the roof. When Rome was burning. Yes. Is that what We Didn't Start the Fire was about? I don't think so. We didn't but... start the fire, Rome is burning, and there's a fiddler on the roof. Oh, actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's probably, I think it's about that. That actually makes sense. Yeah, I would. Now I never put two and two together. It's very specific. I was always I questioning don't... myself what it's about, because I could, you know, you never know what artists mean 
when they write songs. But that now hearing you say yeah, it. Yeah, you see, like, you kind of you, you over extrapolate sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's probably talking about the downturn of American society or humanity as a whole is just constantly ruining the planet. But in, in real, reality, he's just talking about the burning of Rome. Yeah. Well, when now we should have seen it. Regular Officer Gaylord effect. <laughs> that makes sense. Hidden in plain sight, as I say. Yeah, considering he literally says it when yeah. Rome was burning. This is what the song the is about. Yeah. <laughs> the song's about nothing Billy else. Joel was really a wordsmith, so you never can tell. <laughs> you can never be too sure what he was singing about. Burning Roman, burning Roman, burning Roman, burning Roman. He's like, what is this Children about? of the little mind. You're like, ooh, what could that lyric mean? We built a road where pain and salt. <laughs> I think this is about American society in the 1900s. The Dust Bowl? <laughs> we built a Did road. You ever, that could mean anything. I don't know if this happened to you when you were growing up, but when you would have breakfast and your mom would give you a Dust Bowl. <laughs> I, I can't. That was the worst That never happened. Breakfast. Can you explain to me? That was my least favorite breakfast. It was the night before she would collect the dust on top of the ceiling fan. Okay. And that's then what I would be served the following morning. As a preschool nourishment meal. As in before school, not preschool. Pre-preschool. Before preschool. Correct. Okay. We ran out of dust. Because <laughs> it was a common meal. <laughs> so it could really, there would be about a week and a half every year. Because after she'd run out, she would then collect it for the following year. Okay. So, the, the, so she collects it kind of all at once. The introductory week and a half of every preceding or every following school year would be the dust bowl week and a half. Okay, and uh how and, long did this last for? Uh up until we moved. So, 7th grade probably. It ended. Okay. So, d- explain to me what the is it literally just it's a dust. bowl of dust? Correct. You they don't you don't pour like milk into it. You so get like, a spoon. <laughs> okay, I mean I guess that's something. Yes, it is. So, it's not like a cereal. It's just a literal bowl. It's a bowl of dust. <laughs> okay. You can't, like, put it on a toast or something? No, you have to eat it out of the bowl. <laughs> but you do get a spoon. You get a spoon. <laughs> My mom's not a nutcase. <laughs> you do get a spoon and bowl. Oh, that's very cool. You yeah. don't just have to eat it with your hands off the table. I say it's caused my MS. <laughs> You think, you think I you have health to- problems because you ate dust? I, I think there is something related to it. I think my lungs are just full of dust. <laughs> That's going to be my autobiography title. Dust lungs. <laughs> dust lungs. The making of a hero. <laughs> dust lungs is a, a super zero. He's got <laughs> the worst superpower. He just can't breathe. He's... <laughs> <laughs> Quick! He's got a very ashy cough. Somebody, <laughs> somebody just stole my purse. Get dust lungs, and he just can't run. <laughs> dust lungs, this quick help! <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is going to be finding Lilo and Stitch. Amounts of super zeros <laughs> that are just the worst superheroes. It's like, okay, hang on. What's your superpower? His lungs are just constantly full of dust. He, <laughs> How do you helpful? He every once in a while is like 
pukes up like hairball-esque just balls of dust yeah and it's like okay so that's his superpower is to create that is that his lungs literally exhale dust dust lungs is the answer to what happens how do you get something from nothing (laughs) boom hairball whoa where did that come from he was born like this nobody knows he was born lungs full of dust dust lungs he came out coughing dust lungs as a healthy is our answer to like is it possible for spontaneous existence to happen yeah like maggots and stuff like that when things die they just appear out of nowhere exactly dust lungs is us saying it is possible to get something out of nothing yeah correct he completely (laughs) what you don't realize is that his ability his actual power is way more powerful than you could ever imagine in that he doesn't have to transfer energies he can literally the law of the world is energy cannot be created or destroyed but dust lungs can create matter (laughs) out of nothing i was gonna say that in my mind somebody steals somebody's purse and then they're like quick get dust lungs (laughs) (laughs) that's his name It's a superhero. It's a superhero. And he name. coughs up a, a bike made of dust out of, like, he throws up a bike. Okay. And then my problem then arises of he tries to ride it and he keeps coughing. So that's. So that's... He, he can create objects for other people to use, I guess. But like, how... hop on this dust bike. How functional is the Weary dust traveler. Bike? Uh, it'll, it'll, it's, it'll last long enough to catch a criminal. So it, it actually perfectly functions as intended but it goes it away after starts the crime to... is solved oh so it it's just... based on completion of the crime <laughs> so that's actually a really good power <laughs> yeah but the problem is he needs a sidekick always that dust lungs can really just have anybody that can ride a bike <laughs> as if the only crime dust lungs is ever solving is a purse being snatched he just needs somebody that's really good at biking so what's the extent of things that he can cough up everything he can make anything perfectly as functional as yeah. he wants, and it lasts until, until the crime is so he can't. Solved. He can't just make something because he wants to. There has to be some crime it is involved. Often thematic to the crime. Yes. Okay. So he's very he's limited to creating things that are thematic to a current crime that's happening near him. Yeah. Okay. Or depending on his need for the day, he can do one on like a global scale. Oh no, who shot Franz Ferdinand? <laughs> and then he... Yeah, that one's really a bad example because they know who did it. Okay, so let's just say... Uh, who killed JFK? So JFK is shot. What is he... JFK gets shot in Texas. He, Dust Lung is in New Jersey. Yeah. What, what can he do? He coughs up an arrow that just points to the headquarters of the CIA. <laughs> to tell everybody who did it. <laughs> then he, that's it. So if, like, for example, he was in uh, in the World War... Uh, and the World prince, War Fun or Two? The, the prince was shot. Okay, fun. <laughs> He's on the other side of the planet, right? He's in America, but he hears the news that this guy gets shot. Can he, like, launch, like, a, an arrow into the sky that can point at him? He can take the transatlantic dustway <laughs> to the crime. He can, so he can turn himself into dust as well, yeah. or he can just ride dust. It's he can kind of he's like the the Silver Surfer of dust. 
he can take dust that exists as he particulates in the air and condense them together. Yeah, he can turn himself into dust and appear wherever dust may be. Okay, so he just has ultimate control over dust. Pretty much. That's a really good power. It is actually. a really good power. <laughs> Why are more people talking about dust lungs? The problem is he keeps coughing. He's got... If he could solve the dust in his lungs, he'd be okay. But he can't. Because <laughs> that'd be too easy. The problem is he has no cardio ability. Every, every, yeah, every superhero needs their kryptonite. And the more dust he... So when, the more dust he, like, connects together... Yeah. His lungs are kind of like a dust magnet in a way, where the longer he's around dust, the more gets into his lungs. And then he's just, yeah, you can't, you can't be too powerful. It's how he's balanced out. That makes sense. Dust lungs power. Dust control. Dust lungs weakness. Dust. <laughs> that, that a tale as old as time. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense on why he's a super zero. Yeah. <laughs> I have ultimate control over dust and I can do anything with it. At all. But I can't be around dust. For too long. For too long. Can he, like, make a gun that shoots a, like, a functional dust bullet? Yeah, if he, if he, if so wanted. And it would, I say why not. And it would pierce as though it were a bullet. A dust bullet, yeah. It wouldn't just hit him and then be like, He does have sidekicks as well. Yeah. Cleverly coined the dust bunnies. (laughs) They hate that. And he makes them wear like rabbit ears. They're grown men. They're grown henchmen. He makes them wear like the rabbit ears and they're in like a a, a unitard. They're in an Easter bunny outfit. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) They look like the Duracell bunny. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They carry around a giant drum that's just filled with They're really any adult that has functional lungs. But also has to have no shame. That as well. <laughs> because they have to agree to so his, most adults, his weird perverted terms. But you, you are you are a sidekick to a super zero, so I think that's enough. <laughs> Which is that something to brag about? Yeah, but you'd, you'd be in the news occasionally. <laughs> That's fair. Dust Bunny number three got killed today. <laughs> that's why you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's where that I'm famous. Dust Bunny number three got killed today. In other news, Dust Lungs is looking for a new sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> Ever want to be a sidekick to a super zero? A new position is opened, completely unrelated to the previous news story. You got to jump on it now because, you know, not all Super Zeros have sidekicks. No, nay. Holiday Man? no. He doesn't want a sidekick. He spawns his own. Holiday Man. Is it May 30th? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Holiday Man can't talk. You imagine getting your purse stolen on May 30th and... Just it's just a day where there's just a lot of pollen in the air. Yeah, the seasons are changing. Holiday Man has multiple sclerosis. Holiday Man is out. Super Soak is useless. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all my belongings are wet. Thanks, Super Soak. You did it. Dust lungs isn't helping. No, anything. he's coughing in a corner. The bunnies are beating the shit out of him. You're like, there's got to be one around here that's helpful. Yeah. Easiest way to solve crime, don't live in a city. See, that's a lot of people would just move to a city where they're like, this is the most helpful one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go where the good guy is. This is the, why do you live in the middle of Idaho? <laughs> well, then let me tell you, there's a reason. Super Spud. <laughs> Super Spud is here. His potato qualities prevent any crime from being committed. <laughs> <I don't>, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> He's got potato power. Yeah, he makes a starchy shield around Idaho. <laughs> Preventing crime. So he's just dust lung with potatoes. Yeah, he just prevents crime. He is just a giant tuber. <laughs> I have ultimate control over everything potato. He stems from the capital. Or Idaho Falls. Depending on how he feels. Depending on how he Idaho feels. The downside, I have to be full of potatoes. I can only use... Which isn't... Difficult. I can only use potatoes that are in my stomach. Which is, yeah, which That's is, all I can control. Which is very easy, as he lives in Idaho. I can only use potatoes that are covered in my stomach acid. Oh no, somebody's being raped? Quick, get super starch! <laughs> and he sends a potatoey tuber to prevent the crime. <laughs> he just... He, like, pushes pushes them away and then makes a potato mold that's covered in his stomach acid around their penis. Yeah. <laughs> ha! <laughs> Good luck now. Have fun with your potatoey chastity belt, you <laughs> rapist. That Super starch is the good one. The problem is you can only fit so many people in Idaho. And he he just hates dust lung. And he's like, unlike dust lung, my potatoes don't go away yeah, when the crime's over. He's barely a superhero. <laughs> he's like on the fine line of super zero and superhero. But he's like letting dust lungs know that he's shit. <laughs> like, it's okay. <laughs> Just because you didn't fail means you should brag about your D minus. Well, the you fucking idiot. The difference is that Dust Lung just can't be around dust, but Super Spud has super to. Starch. Super Starch. Super Starch. I'm you. sorry. You misspoke. Super Starch literally just, he can control any potato that's covered in his stomach acid. Oh. So he has to have eaten the potato already. He's just, <laughs> and then he's, he's just shooting out potatoes. And he hates it because he has to launch it out of his mouth. Yeah, that would be a, a disgusting. <laughs> that'd be very painful. A whole potato. Coming, you well, can't he's already s- he's already masticated it, and so it's like a okay. mushy and stuff. But he can form it back into a solid. Yeah, because it's kind of like a play-doughy form, yeah, exactly. it's like a substance. Yeah. But essentially, as long as he has eaten it, he but he still is like proje- projectile vomiting potatoes out of his mouth. I don't know. I, yeah. How do you? The problem is, how do you fit three hundred thirty million people into Idaho? I guess other states would have to. There would have to be other complementary, okay-ish superheroes. Well, and he also has to get very creative with his powers because, like, realistically, you can't have more than like five potatoes in your stomach at a time. You could eat a lot. You could eat a bunch of those small little baby potatoes. Yeah, but then it's the, ex- the you still have the same amount of mass to work oh, with. Oh, yeah. You could eat the the already mashed bagged potatoes. He just eats he just like downs a bunch of instant potatoes. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> he has that on his person. If there's a crime being committed, he can just pour that into him. <laughs> Is there a bank being robbed? And he rips one of those packets open. <laughs> oh, he's, he's like, good. He snorts. Yeah. He's like, I don't, it doesn't matter if I'm full. I Like, if you're full, you can still, like, force food in there. It's a potato, it's a there. starchy meter that he has that he has to fill up. And it's literally only going to be in there for a few seconds and before it, I yeah. launch it back out. It hits him faster if he snorts it. <laughs> you go, Super Starch. Fuck, I know, it's pretty cool.
What is Idaho known for? Potatoes and that guy. Maybe he doesn't. It doesn't have to be his stomach acid. It just has to be like a liquid from his body. Okay. So if he's like really in a hurry, he can just like cut his arm quick and like spray blood. As all his over blood it. is just sugary starch, potatoey. Yeah. Goo. But also he's constantly like chewing on stuff and then just like spitting into like water bottles that he carries around. Oh. Okay. So he can just dump his spit all over a bunch of potatoes. Fair enough. He's got like uh, he has a bag of potatoes. He's got a bag of potatoes and an ammo belt of water yeah. like saliva bottles it's perfect <laughs> they're pre-covered <laughs> waiting to be purposed he's, this is now a fairly useful superhero <laughs> huh yeah but he's still very limited and he True. there's a lot of preparation but it is involved. better than dust lungs he is better than dust lungs and he All hates brought dust to you lungs by the dust bowl. he actually grew up with dust lungs yeah the sick thing about dust lungs is not only was he born with dust in his lungs he was also fed dust as a kid <laughs> Which doesn't help. And he would purposefully swallow it wrong so it would go into his lungs and not into his stomach. He puts it into his mouth and he goes... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dust lungs, you Hacking sick freak. They call him that as a child, too. His parents are calling him that. <laughs> Jesus, dust what lungs. What the hell? What was that, you <laughs> sick freak? You gross, dust lungs. Well, if you live in a world where... Dust is common. Superpowers oh. are, like, rampant... <laughs> But they're 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 on the borderline of are they superpowers? They're more like genetic mutations that are just accepted. There's superpowers, and then there's powers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very very rarely will a child develop superpowers. Most of them. That's are like just... your your supermans and your stuff like yeah. that. It's relatively common for a child to have powers. Yeah. <laughs> What your child do? It's obviously... And then parents would get into, like, really petty dick-measuring contests over whose kid is better. Over whose kid has a better power. Well, he knows the Dewey Decimal System from birth. <laughs> like, okay. He's just... He's gonna be a librarian. That's Super dumb. Zero name is just Dewey. Dewey, yeah. <laughs> like, what? That's all he can do? You know how many Deweys there are? That's like, a really common one for people to get. Like what? I, I think it's still more common for people to not have powers. Okay. Because yeah. in my world, ev- there's just everybody is able to read the Dewey Decimal System in a world that's already trying to get rid of libraries. <laughs> Where online, like, digital books are being a thing. I, I still think there's a reason that people, like, specifically know Dust Lungs, even though he's not that impressive. Yeah, is he's because just a one-off. He's, it's, there's, it's not, like, super common to yeah, have power. it's such a stupid power. <laughs> That's he's, all the news would be talking about. Nothing else would be reported on. They're like dust be lungs. about nationwide <laughs> superheroes, and then the ones that are being... There'd be, that, that'd be a reality show. It'd be like Big Brother... But with the the borderline level people with powers of like, can they qualify as a superhero? Let's find out. It'd be a survivor-esque kind of thing <laughs> of who's who's the nation going to vote for as being an actual superhero. It's led by actual, like the judges are actual superheroes. Yeah. It's perfect. It's not, we're not creating the world that is the Incredibles where superheroes are just commonplace. We are stealing forms of media and repurposing them as our own in sunny Manta Ray. It's just us. We're trapped in South Africa. We've made all of this. Oh, yeah. And we've just learned a lot about the Mayo Clinic in Rochester and the Apache Mall. We finally got internet access to post our ramblings here in sunny, sunny Manta Ray. Manta Ray.
If anything, they add Brad. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Brad. That's three gleep, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Brad. Keep it up. I'll keep you around if you keep providing that level of insight. In sunny Manta, Manta Ray. Ray. It's just an abandoned resort that nobody goes to. <laughs> Poor Manta Ray man. Manta Rain man. Manta Rain man. He's Classic. just a, a floppy pizza dough man with a really good memory. Yeah. I've been here 17,934 days. <laughs> here in sunny, sunny Manta Ray. Jesus. <laughs> the world has just stopped production of everything and everybody's paying attention to the psychiatric hell that this guy is going That's through. actually his... All his... news stations are reporting on him. It's just, that's... We're... There was a there was a thing that happened in the 30s where somebody got caught between two rocks spelunking and everybody showed up to watch this guy die because nothing <laughs> happened in the 30s. So people would take nationwide trips to see this guy who's at like dying and this happened for like the two and a half weeks he was stuck there. Yeah. Like this is basically what we're doing with this manta ray guy of he's just going in hell and everybody's kind of just hiding from him. <laughs> Which is so twisted, but it's also like, oh, what's he going to do this week? I like to think that he is also a super zero. He's Sonny Rain Man. And the American government is like, this guy is actually extremely dangerous. We have to lock him. So we're going to isolate him in South Africa where nobody is. Yeah. This resort. There's this old abandoned resort full of manta rays. There's this old (laughs) abandoned resort full of manta rays where people congregated for two weeks to watch a spelunker die. Yeah. And we need to just isolate this guy and make him feel like he has a purpose. That way he doesn't become a villain of sorts. Brad, the manta ray hand puppet, used to talk to him as like a CIA person was on the other end. (laughs) And then they just stopped. To where the manta ray radio host has just had a concoctive voice for Brad. They've they've realized that uh, there were people that were like communicating with him to keep him there. To like try to trick him to keep him there. Mm -hmm. And then they realized they're like... What if we just don't didn't? I, yeah. I feel like he would probably just stay there. The funny, the sick thing about Brad is that is how the manta ray guys, manta rain man's inner monologue is. Is he's <laughs> only able to commune coherent thoughts when he's speaking into a radio mic, and then his inner monologue is Brad. <laughs> and it's the most haunting thing. He has full control over manta rays, and that's why they're like, this guy could take over the planet yeah. if he wanted to. Manta rays are you too You know how powerful. annoying they are? Flopping around? Do you know what would happen if this guy took over the suburbs of New York? There'd be pizza with seabirds sea everywhere. <laughs> Whatever they're called. Seabirds. <laughs> you imagine if this guy tried to attack you with seabirds? He's too hard to control. I'm on an all-seabird diet. I see a bird, and I eat it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's such a stupid... There'd be no way you could do that. You know how hard it is to get to get a bird. There's a reason I don't You're go outside. You're just starving. That's it. You you just don't eat anything because you can't catch a bird. That's how that would go. You're sitting outside desperately setting bird traps. You're climbing trees. Yeah. <laughs> Preemptively placing nets with seeds. You're climbing trees so you can grab 
bird eggs so you can incubate and grow these birds. That's so much work. You'd be dead within a week. <laughs> I'm on an all seabird diet. <laughs> you be wondering how I lost 65 pounds in two weeks. Well, it's because I'm starving. <laughs> and I'm rigorously exercising to try to catch food. I'm on an all seabird diet. Oh, really? What does your uh, average day look like? Zero calories. Yeah. Zero food. I don't live near the sea. <laughs> I live near no birds. It'd be, it'd be, yeah. Here I am in Death Valley. Home live, of no birds. I live up in northern Greenland <laughs> where everything is dead. Too bad he's not in an all seal diet. I'm over in Svalbard. Oh, no. The country where it's illegal to die. And leave without a gun. Yeah. Brought to you by every polar bear. You're not allowed to leave town without a gun. It's a literally against the law. But anybody can move here. In sunny Manta Ray. <laughs> We're just now turning into this guy. You want to uh, read the book? I really don't want to read the book. You want to read the same fucking joke? No, hey, you want to hear? Hear me out, right? No, I have to get through it. Read the book. Uh-huh. Do it. Oh fuck! You want to give like a recap on what's okay. going on in your so story? What's going on is "Are You There, Madam?" by Constance L. Malaro, and this is a bank and uh, a person. Complaining about an incorrect bank statement. Over a computer in 1972. And we left off in November 17th, as uh, the next entry is dated November 19th. This is on page 284 of the American Treasury of Humor. Thank you. Yep. Please remit in full in 10 days or your account will be turned over to the auditing department for collection. This is a business machine. Please do not spindle or mutilate. November 19th. I forgot how good this joke is. (laughs) Dear human machine programmer, dear anyone human, will you please take your head out of the computer long enough to read this? I don't owe you the money. I don't owe you any money. None. That was uh, December 17th. Dear madam, is there some... I'll save the commentary after. Is there some (laughs) questions about your statement? Our records show no payments on your account since August. Please call DI7-9601 and ask for Miss Gilbert at your earliest convenience. This is a business machine. Please do not spindle or mutilate. December 18th. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. (laughs) Good afternoon. Carver hopes you have enjoyed its recorded program of carols. May I help you? Hello, yes. My bill is, should I wait for a beep before I talk about your bill? Yes, yes, it's my bill. There's a mistake. One moment, please. I'll connect you with adjustments. Good afternoon and Merry Christmas. This is a recorded message. All of our lines are in service right now. If you will please be patient, one of our adjusters will be with you as soon as the line is free. Meanwhile, Carver's hopes you will enjoy its program of Christmas carols. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. I kind of hate that. December 26th. Okay. Dear Machine, I tried to call you on December 18th, also on the 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, the 23rd, and the 24th. But all I got was a recorded message and those Christmas carols. Please, oh please, won't you turn me over to a human? Any human. January 17th. Ooh, this is far out. This has been like 20-some days. Yeah. Dear Madam, our credit department has turned your delinquent account over to us for collection. Won't you please remit this account now? 
We wish to cooperate with you every possible way, but this is considerably past due. May we have your check at this time? Very truly yours, Henry J. Hooper, Auditor. Dear Mr. Hooper, you doll! You gorgeous <laughs> human doll! I refer you to letters I sent to the department dated the 19th of September, October, November, December, which should clarify the fact that I owe you nothing. February 17th? fucking almost full month later <laughs> dear madam according to our microfilm records ooh i hate when they go back to look at the microfilm records <laughs> our billing was an error your account is clear you have no balance we hope there will be no further inconvenience to you this was our fault very truly yours henry j hooper auditor dear mr hooper thank you oh thank you thank you thank you that was february 19th okay. that was two days after the cool news from Mr. They're gonna They're gonna come back and say that she owes him money. We're on March 17th now. Dear madam, somebody has figured it out. Our records show you to be delinquent in the amount of $2.98. <laughs> erroneously posted last August to a non-existent account. May we have your remittance at this time? This is a business machine card. Please do not spindle or mutilate. March 19th, two days later. Dear machine, I give up. You win. Here's a check for $2.98. Enjoy yourself. She owes them more. Dear madam, our records show an overpayment on your part of $2.98. <laughs> we are crediting this, amo this amount to your account. This is a business machine card. Please do not spindle or mutilate. We did it. Honestly, the second half of that joke is way better. Yeah. And that joke is way too real. <laughs> yeah. Even today. Yeah, I, I do not know what style of computer they had in, uh, let's see, when... 1972? Yeah. I have no idea. I, that I joke know. is actually shocking to me. Well, it would have been a basic text on a screen, I'm guessing. Really, they should have just paid it. The problem is, is how much is... Whatever, it's like gotta be like 20 bucks today. Just fucking pay it. Well, but if you if you don't have to pay it, you don't want to. Yeah, but at a point. certain point, but it, then that it, almost went on a full year. That's true. But it did end it up getting April figured 17th, out. It ended April 17th, and it started August 17th. Of the previous year. It's like eight months. Fuck you, Constance L. Malaro, your 1972 computer. Computer operator to office mate. If it writes to air is human once more, I'm going to cut off its electricity. <laughs> I hate this fucking book. Brought to you by Sunny Manta Ray. Manta Ray.